The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2844. It's a Spinner Sunday and we're going to talk about the finale of The High Republic Adventures by Daniel Jose Older, which is a story arc and takes place within the context of a broader story, but the issues are actually independently named. I don't know why I felt compelled to flag that part, but I just did. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So the final issues of The High Republic Adventures by Daniel Jose Older are issues 11, 12, and 13. They are the stories targeted toward younger-ish readers, if you will, by IDW Publishing and these would also mark the last of the Star Wars issues published by IDW for the High Republic series since that is now moving over to Dark Horse Comics. Or maybe I should say that Star Wars Publishing is moving away from IDW into Dark Horse. I don't know what form High Republic Adventures are going to take once we get into Phase 2 of the High Republic Storytelling Initiative. That still has yet to be revealed. They've talked about some you know, adult-focused stuff and young adult-focused stuff, but yeah, we don't really have any information about the younger audience stuff just yet. Anyway, <laughs> the stories from issues 11 to 13 are the Great Jedi Rumble Race Let Go and for Light and Life. So these all take place, and probably not coincidentally, in the same time frame as Midnight Horizon does. Midnight Horizon is the final young adult novel in phase one of the High Republic Storytelling Initiative. That is also written by Daniel Jose Older, who writes the High Republic Adventures. So yeah, that's why I say it's probably not a coincidence because the Great Jedi Rumble Race is referenced in Midnight Horizon and events that are happening in the High Republic Adventures are touching base with the stuff in Midnight Horizon because there are mentions of a plan that the Nihil have that's going on on Corellia, but the story in Midnight Horizon briefly references the fact that Crix, the character who had been a friend to Zine from Triman 4 that's kicked off this whole High Republic Adventures comic series, has been spotted. Crix has been working with the Nihil and has been taken under the wing of Martian Rowe. This is all about the finality of dealing with Crix, at least, you know, as far as we know, because I don't think, yeah, Crix doesn't necessarily die in Midnight Horizon or anything like that, and he certainly doesn't die in the High Republic Adventures, so who knows what's going to happen in Phase 3 if he's going to get out and cause more trouble, but this is supposed to be an end to that particular story arc. So we're just going to flag some highlights from these three issues that I think are particularly notable. If you have the opportunity to check them out in their entirety, that would be awesome too. And this is spoiler territory, so yeah, there's your fair warning. The Great Jedi Rumble Race... I think it's particularly notable for a couple of things. First of all, Lula is definitely in her head thinking about everything that's going on right now, about all that they've been through and how she used to be so into you know 
everything Jedi and wanting to be the best and now she's just feeling rage and sadness and fear and meditation is supposed to be helping with these things but it's not and the issue that she's facing with Zine with her burgeoning feelings for her is also part of what's going on with her and why she's feeling disconnected from things. Also meeting Ty Yorick on Volo as part of the events of the Rising Storm and the stories related to that, right? So the Republic Fair thing. Seeing that there's a path where you could leave the Jedi Order potentially, that kind of threw her for a loop because she didn't even consider that as a possibility and it kind of confuses things for her because now it gives her another option that might include emotional attachment. Meanwhile, over on the Niles side, Sabata, who has been working with Crix, has decided that she wants to be done with Crix. He's a pain. And so with this whole Corellia plot that's happening around Midnight Horizon, she also has a plot to get rid of Crix. It involves the Jedi, and in particular, she says that what she's observed about the Jedi is that they try to dampen and control their emotions, but instead it just makes them confused and gets them all tangled up, and that their hubris will end up defeating them every time. And so her plot is to either get Crix killed or captured by the Jedi, and the Jedi will not necessarily try to kill him, but that he will probably try to kill one of them and possibly be successful in the process, at which point the Jedi will strike him down and there'll be Riddick's period paragraph end of story. So that's almost kind of what happens. In Let Go, which is the second issue in this story arc, they find out where Crix is hiding out, and that is, of course, because Sabata basically leads them there. They go on the attack. There's a moment where Zine nearly gets herself killed, and Lula thinks it's because she is a distraction to Zine, and the real reason is because Zine says, oh, he's supposed to be taken alive, and she has basically a killing shot, it seems, but does not take it. Ultimately, Crix is trapped in the bowels of his base, thinks he's in a safe room, but there's a message from Sabata saying, hi, you're not in a safe room, I've betrayed you, you have one of two choices. There's Rhydonium here, which is in aerosol form, and if it gets lit up, it will kill you and all the Jedi with it, so you'll go out like a true Nihil, or you can be a coward and not trigger it all and let yourself get captured, and more or less, that's what happens. <laughs> He chooses the coward's way out, or at least that's how Sabata is putting it, does not trigger the Rhydonium, does not get everybody killed, and is ultimately captured. Swinging back to the beginning, though, and going back to the whole distraction thing, the issue starts with interior monologues from Lula and from Zine, where Lula is saying, you know, I'm Lula and I have a secret, and Zine is thinking, I'm Zine and I have a secret, which is really awesome because it mirrors the way that the High Republic Adventures started in the first place. Like, there are interior monologues from Lula and Zine in issue one that start exactly like that. Here, though, we have progressed in the story and the story arcs where Lula's secret is that, you know, even though she she is supposed to be doing all this Jedi stuff, all she can think about is Zine, and Zine is thinking to herself that she's a distraction to Lula, knows that all Lula has wanted is to be a Jedi all her life, and that by being there, she is a distraction to Lula. The issue also has a bit of a framing device where a very young Lula is training with her master, Cantum Sai, and Master Yoda is there as well. They're talking about one of the most important lessons that Padawans and younglings can teach, which is you know, learning to love and yet be able to let go at the same time. And there are meditations about this in the interior monologues throughout the ultimate 
place where it rests is finding balance, being able to love and also not being, you know, clingy, graspy, like hanging on too tightly to things. In the final issue in For Light and Life, we find out that Lula was being graded for all intents and purposes on this mission along with a couple of other Jedi Padawans and that once they performed well, they would be offered positions of knighthood in the Jedi Order. Lula's initial response to this is, I don't know. And she is kind of shocked by this is because it's all she's wanted in her life. But where she finds herself now, she's just not sure if she's ready to accept knighthood just yet. Meanwhile, Zine goes to see Crix, who is being held in a prison cell and keeps saying, you know, you'll never learn anything about the Nihil's plans for me, blah, blah, blah. And ultimately finds out that Savada has been supplying the Jedi with information about Crix. And he says, that's impossible. Like, she only knows what I know. And I introduced her to my contacts. And I mentioned, you know, Gus Talon, which is the name of a moon around Corellia. And so he runs his mouth long enough to give Zine and the rest of the Jedi enough information they need to know about what's going on to then continue the events over in Midnight Horizon. So Zine and Crix have their final showdown where Zine gets to say that she is very happy that she has fallen in with the Jedi and that she's with people who love her for who she is instead of loving her for a lesser version of herself that makes everyone else around her feel comfortable. And I thought that was just such an incredibly brilliant line. It was so awesome. So Zine is going to go and help out with what's going on in Corellia. But before she leaves, Lula is able to at least open the door to her feelings to some degree and say, I need you to Zine. And Zine replies, I need you too. And there's a moment where they're just resting their foreheads together and it's beautiful and about as romantic as you could possibly get under the circumstances. And then she has to go and Lula is reflecting that maybe she should have said I love you instead of I need you, but she's not even sure necessarily what that means and is not ready to accept knighthood because she's still trying to sort out her feelings about Zine and her masters are like, hey, that's okay. We you know, we honor and respect that. And so the other Padawan get knighted and there's that ceremony where she gets to support them. And that is how the High Republic Adventures series ends. And there's one other High Republic story that I have not talked about, which is the Great Galactic Bake Off one shot, which is good fun just in general and includes a recipe from Claudia Gray in there, which seems you know, to my own skills very complicated. I did make the blue milk pudding from another Star Wars or actually just another like fantasy themed cookbook. So there is some within my range, but that one seems really impressive. Anyway, the whole story of the Galactic Bake Off is that while you're baking this particular thing and there's supposed to be treats that are awarded to the first place winner of the Great Jedi Rumble race so there's that too. Anyway so this is supposed to be made while telling a story about um, compassion and collaboration working together and whatnot so the story that gets told is a story that happened during the Great Disaster so way earlier in phase one where Torben Buck and Cantum Sai had to collaborate in one particular story. It involves a ship called the Voyager Dawn which is is, I guess for all intents and purposes, an assisted living <laughs> place for elder Jedi. And these elder Jedi are in danger because of debris related to the great disaster. 
So Cantum Psy goes on a mission to help Torben Buck, is on a mission to help with them as well. And there's more talk about the balance kind of situation that also shows up in that final story arc in the High Republic Adventures. In this particular case, it's with one Jedi who is just overwhelmed. It's like, you know, in that sort of disaster movie kind of situation where there's one more person who just hasn't made it to the rescue and so the heroes have to go and find that last person. This particular Jedi is just so overwhelmed by all the pain and grief and fear that was being felt in the galaxy as a result of the great disaster and Canto Sai has to get through to that Jedi to you know, get them to wake up so that way they can get to safety on you know and out of the Voyager Dawn. Where balance comes in with this is the idea that you can empathize with what's going on with other people but not get so wrapped up in your empathy that you lose your own emotions for it that you're able to still stay focused and be able to be helpful in the midst of everything. So there you go. From me at least, those are highlights for the final story arc of the High Republic Adventures and for the Great Galactic Bake Off. And I do want to give a quick shout out to Tim McMahon, who is a patron of the podcast who helps make these comic reviews possible. Thank you very much, Tim. I really appreciate it. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited. Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.